Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of CrossFit Harrow podcast. I trust all is well with everyone and we are enjoying the sunshine that may not last for too long. Um, I, uh, I saw a post uh, last night, I, had, I actually had another topic that I want to talk about today but um, I saw something last night uh, on social media and I actually thought I wanted to address it straight away. Um, so I've got a bit to say about it. Uh, on Monday, um, Gymshark posted uh, what has now become a bit of a controversial post. Um, it, was a one of, uh, it was a picture of, uh, of one of their models um, who was not deemed shredded or lean, kind of not what you're, let's say, used to, to looking at um, from a sports company or sports brand in terms of the aesthetics of an individual. Now, there were thousands of comments uh, that were not so pleasant uh, you know, for me, the poor girl was just sending a well-needed message to the industry, and so, the, so was the company, saying image is not everything, pretty much, and that's kind of what um, the image is summed up to be in my eyes. Um, brands, companies, and I even dare use the word influencers, need to stop with this perfect shape or perfect body that men and women are supposed to have. It's so detrimental to, uh, to the world um, and everyone's uh, thought process, how people feel about themselves, uh, now these people, they have a responsibility and the responsibility is to help you live um, a fit and healthy lifestyle and so, obviously some of the companies are, are retail and their product you know, is clothing um, and they've got a different agenda but that does not mean that, that they have to always replicate or, or their brand has to be represented with someone um, you know, with 6% body fat and, and they're the image or face the brand. Now, some of you may say, and I'm sure even their representatives will be like, well, that's what sells. It looks good. You know, there's a market for it. But actually, you know, have you ever thought about the flip side of that or, or reversing the roles? Like the market for those who are, let's say, the, you know, unathletic, would you not think that's bigger? And I've got no doubt in my mind that there are more people in this world, you know, and, and choosing the right word here is actually quite difficult. Um, I've had to think about this, that... Let's, let's use conditioned and, and unconditioned. That I've got no doubt that there are more unconditioned people in this world that want to do something about their fitness. And that audience is so much bigger um, than there is of people who are conditioned and you know, don't want to do something about their fitness or currently are doing something about their fitness. So from now on, or not, sorry, not from, not from now on, but from a different point of view, you could imagine like how fucking good would that be for those people that those who are unconditioned Unathletic, whatever you want to call, you know that category. How good if they, you know, they they wake up, look, you know, and well, first thing, the first thing you should do is not look at your social media. But that's what a lot of people do. Um, they see the news or they see posters. That how good it would be if it wasn't the norm of what society is now deems normal. Um, the, the confidence boost that people would be so much happier. People supportive of each other. People people would wake up literally every morning and literally glow. They would be shining. We should be building people up. Like we live in the world that you know, life's hard as it is. Like we, we shouldn't be destroying people. The comments yesterday, some of the comments were disgusting, um, and how people can say that in person, over a keyboard, whichever is disgusting. Um, and for me personally, the fitness is, is has become more about what people uh, look like, and um, obviously with the blow up of social media attached to that, um, uh, you know, a good looking guy or girl, and boom you know, you've got your first Instagram fitness page and now you're a personal trainer or, or an influencer. Like, and a lot of these people, you know, have got underlying issues, possibly that, uh, you know, they're giving you messages that maybe you don't want to hear, but they're influencing you. You know, I'm not someone to speak for that, but that, 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 that's, a, that's a possibility. 
we have a responsibility in this industry to educate people. Um, people need to understand how, the why, the when, and just not make sales. It creates such a bigger problem. Yes, you have to run a business, but run a sustainable business in the respect of, like, I'm probably getting shot in the foot here because obviously these companies, yes, they're sustainable and they're making money, but past the point of that is like, we're creating a bigger problem by just selling bullshit all the time as an industry of what something should look like. Who are we to judge whether 6% body fat and, and weighing 50 kilo is, is the right thing? We're, we're not, we are not, you know, superior or uh, people are not worthy of, you know, not less of, of worth of, of the next person. CrossFit's been around for 15 years and it's only been the last three to five years really in the UK that people are starting to understand that bodybuilding is not the way to keep fit. Segmented training has been and left, it left in the 90s, like it's gone. The days of Arnold Schwarzenegger has, has been and gone. Uh, there's a new way of fitness um, and I'm by no means devaluing the work ethic or training method but merely saying that it's, 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 we're 2020, we're nearly in 2021. Fitness is so multi-dimensional, you know, yeah, did you know that you can run deadlift and you can run 400 meters and do box jumps in, you know, in the fast time with a weight relevant to your body uh, and it keeps you physically fit and strong? Yeah, it's out there, not by, by back and biceps every day and chest and tries, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, legs on a Saturday, if at all, because people don't want to train legs or it's legs day, it's too hard. Every day is fucking leg day. It should be your strongest asset. Now, like I've been fortunate enough to, to meet thousands of people during my career, you know, you know, 12, 15 years career in the fitness industry as such, um, who have told me their story to like their why. And in those thousands of people, there are very high hundreds who want to be super lean. Like, oh, Lorenzo, I want to be like, I'm like what's your goal? I want to be lean. I want minus 10% body fat. And I'm like, for what? For what? Your display picture on Tinder or Instagram. Like, people, this is not fitness. What are you gonna do? Get what are you gonna do when you get there? You clap at yourself, stand in the mirror. Yes, it's a great achievement if you can do that. But what is the purpose of it? What get like look between the lines? What is the actual reason? Is that because that's what the fitness industry has taught you to do? Because that's what elite is. If you can get sub 10% body fat, I'm gonna go into it in a minute. But these people that do this are fucking miserable, and they will tell you that. When you say that you want to become fit, this means that you want to be strong across the board. Strength, speed, power, um, both muscular and aerobic endurance. Um, uh, flexibility, coordination, I'm just rolling these off, obviously these are CrossFit ones, um, uh, 10 components of fitness, uh, uh, coordination, um, agility, balance, and, and accuracy. Th these are the components of train, not just strength and aerobic in endurance. And guess what, this is the best bit. As a result of training all those components, your body fat drops. You know, you add some muscle, you're fitter than you've ever been before. And I'm not even saying that you have to do CrossFit. Not, not, like, I'm not even saying that. Just do something other than that, what that textbook in 1965 told you to do. You know, and unfortunately, some of these magazines that still come out and social posts, still in 2020, are telling you this shit. I heard this uh, on Instagram. Uh, I, I saw this post and, and I loved it. And there was a culture around bodybuilding just as much as there is a culture around CrossFit. But they only represent a small percentage of the industry. Like if only there was a camera to see how frustrated I was. And we don't film this, obviously. But I'd argue that anyway. I think um, it's a bit of a bigger representation or, or a bigger percentage. And I think CrossFit for me or that style of training, that method of training is becoming a little bit bigger um, and outweighing. I think people start to realize for themselves actually gyms 
um, in terms of, we, and you know, we've said this in podcasts before, gyms in term, terms of what you're training for, are you training specific to your goal or are you just training because that's what you've been told to do by the magazine or some donkey uh, who's got, uh, you know, uh, a fitness page. For me, for those of you that know what OnlyFans pages are, it's the equivalent of like literally just absolute bullshit. Um, people think that the fitness industry like is an elite club and you can only join it if you've got low body fat percentage. Absolutely not. You, you, you bust your balls in CrossFit classes, hit classes, spin, and I can't even believe I'm about to say this, even Joe Wick's workouts. But whatever you're doing, the main thing is that as soon as you start, you, you're doing something. Technically, you're in that fitness club. There is no elite club. You know, Elite sport performers are elite for, for a reason. They have a talent, they have a skill um, set that they've been gifted with, and some have worked towards and, 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 and crafted. You know, and that takes many, many years. What, what are you going to do with being super lean? Stare in the mirror, go to a beach club, you know, what? Like, literally, what are you going to do with super lean? Please, let, let me understand. Maybe I'm a bit narrow-minded to this. Let me, you know, open my eyes to it. What, what, what is it? How many, how many times is that, you know, and I, I've seen it a lot of times, um, that super lean uh, person, you know, you've been next to someone in a, in a CrossFit class or, you know, more fit, fitness-oriented class, and a man or, or woman, regardless of gender, next to you, um, uh, you know, and someone in men, many people's eyes look like they don't even go to gym, has come in and like warmed up with your max. Just saying, but maybe that's none of my business. You know, Google CrossFit athletes. Some of them don't even fit the bill as, as to what the industry make, you know, made out in terms of what they should look like, but would absolutely crush our souls in workouts. 9.9 .9 times out of 10 out of a workout, crush our souls. I have so many memes appropriate for today's podcast, but obviously because we only record the audio studies, I can't even show you them. And I, I haven't developed my technical skill set yet to, to, to get these up in like a, another way. Um, but we need to get out of this world of stopping, of, of judging someone uh, by how they look and actually recognize their achievements and their stepping stones, their fitness journey. Um, you know, this poor girl is, uh, I can't remember her name, um, but if you go on Gymshark's account, you'll see it. Like, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the way she looks, you know, but the comments that they're like trolls, literally trolls. And what we have to understand here is that being shredded is, you know, as I said before, it is incredibly hard and the work, the work ethic cannot be taken away, but it is absolutely horrible. And if you don't believe me that saying it, and I, I've, I, I'm gonna be honest and say, I've never been to that elite level. Yes, I have definitely been lean, but not to that, uh, uh, um, to that standard. Um, speak to those who have done it for competition, who have literally won you know, their pro cards and things like that. Why do you think so many people stop doing it after a while? You have to count everything, your, you, what you eat, you drink, your sleep. You, you, there is no, there is, like, there's no give on anything. It's such a social sacrifice. If you don't eat, you get angry, you get grouchy. I think it's even when the word hangry came up or came from. <clears throat> the amount of people who suffer um, from body dysmorphia, eating disorders and poor levels of self-esteem, and I dare say again, influence, uh, and influencers, if they should have even called that, if they were more transparent about, uh, about that, people would actually, uh, and this is you know, the line that I kind of uh, have taken from, 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 someone, some, from what I saw elsewhere, from stop romanticizing about being super lean. It would be such a different world. We all have this thing, oh, I wanna be so lean, I wanna do this. No, you want to be fit and fucking healthy and live a good life, not a life that you sit back and go, oh, I wish I did eat that piece of cake. I wish I did do more things with my friends. 
Enjoy life, be fit, be healthy, eat cake, have a beer, have a glass of wine. It's not the end of the fucking world. All within moderation and the infamous key word is coming. Drum roll, please. Ready? Consistency. Be consistent with good habits. Make good and better decisions more than you make bad or even wrong choices. What's one thing you can't buy more of? Think about it. Time. So stop fucking wasting it.